people will be here, but people they will come, Mr. Langford. You know why they will come? Because Mr. Anthony Hopkins. Mr. Anthony Hopkins just took home the Chadwick Boseman's Oscar. Hey, you know what? <laughs> sorry. Sorry about the sorry about it. You know what I mean? Like that's all I've got to say about it. Because you know what? I am happy as can be. It's nothing against Chadwick Boseman because I do. Sorry about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I've got to say about it. Got it. Sorry. (laughs) I was like, what is going on right now? Emma, how are you? Speechless. Ah. You know what's crazy? So I I thought for a second that we were going to get the ending being Chadwick, right? You know what I mean? Like that was the end of the show. That's what I thought that whole mix up was with like doing best picture third and then ending it with best actor. Right. Instead they threw a perfect curveball because they knew Hopkins wasn't going to be there and like, all right, well, we're going to rush everybody, but I don't understand it. Then they should have given it to Hopkins that like, I don't know, maybe they didn't want, they knew Chadwick lost so they were going to have to deal with that I guess you know what I mean so they're like you know what we're gonna rush it at the end of the show so people can forget about it so yeah I am well that's right and that's why you do best picture last (laughs) I literally think they did that on purpose because they I think they knew what was about to happen and that to me is just kind of they kind of just sent it sailing, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm I'm well, pretty I'm pretty happy. You know the nine boxes, chaotic good, chaotic neutral. This was chaotic evil in its purest form. This entire night was chaotic evil. Yeah, it, it's and, and Frances McDormand too. She's like, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I they, can't believe that they did that. There was why? Why <laughs> would you do that? Why well, Jacob, Jacob had kind of a good point about he was predicting it. He was calling it, and what is it? Nineteen thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's still he's still trying to cope. I'm I'm like I'm actually shaking. Like I'm very mad right now. This was like the worst ending to what I thought was a pretty good awards. Not that Hopkins won. I'm just saying how everything built up to the end. I think it's uh, just. I think it's just a terrible they, from a producing standpoint. I think they it's played it two ways. If they don't give Chadwick the Oscar early in the show, people turn off. Right? You know what I mean? Like they just do because they're they, they're going to get mad. They're, there's going to be some backlash regarding Hopkins winning. We know it's going to happen. Regardless of how you feel about the film from point A to point B, it, it's an amazing performance. And over the last couple of weeks, I saw it coming. You know what I'm saying? Like I just did. And it just, I, I didn't believe it was going to happen because even at the end, whenever I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with my gut. Anthony Hopkins is going to win this award. I truly believe that outside of just feeling like it because of the performance being that damn good. So. Right. I don't know. It's still crazy. Like, off best best actor. Let's let's kind of run down some of the other categories. Everybody kind of got a piece of the pie tonight, except for uh, Chicago, Chicago yeah. Seven. Yeah. Right. Tenet has more uh, 
Oscar wins than Charles Chicago Seven does. I mean, I never would have predicted that. Oscar wins than yeah, but look at the other <laughs> entries in the category with Tenet. Like, hey, it, it doesn't Tenet. matter about it. Doesn't matter when, who, what, when, where, how. It just you know, it happened. Yes. You know what? The Oscars like to mix some things up. I like that we were thrown a few curveballs, except for that ending. But like you know, with uh, uh, the not going to Nomadland. Like I was like, oh whoa, where did that come from? And then film editing too. Like that was a song too. Song was yeah. After after Soderbergh's last three shitty movies, we should have known this was going to end on the worst note. (laughs) I know, of course. Off of the train of just specifically Chadwick, I mean, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom just won for costume design and makeup. Well, that's it was kind of expected, to be honest with you, because I didn't think it was going to do very well in other places because it didn't really get the love, and especially in like Best Picture. It wasn't there. It was noticeably absent there. I mean, the performances were really the only thing that kind of – I mean, the costume design and the makeup were actually brilliant, you know what I mean, because Viola Davis was just transformed in that film, you know what I'm saying, as Ma Rainey. So it didn't really – it doesn't surprise me. Like, I, I, I'm more shocked at, like, song – and really pissed about octopus, whatever one do- documentary. I'm still mad about that one. But well, what documentary did you want? I, I honestly, I think I would have rather collective one. I really feel like that was an alarm. Dick Johnson should have won. Like Dick Johnson just dead should have been on the board, but it it wasn't, so it couldn't have won. So it was just an okay doc anyway. But Mr. Fox, that's a perfect segue to bring you in about documentaries because we're both adamant about the lack of representation of good documentaries that we like the 9,000 documentaries we had last year. Those are the five that we ended up with. So welcome yeah, to I the think, show. I think I told you, I thought that was the most shameful category in this year's Academy Awards. There were some incredible documentaries. Uh, you guys mentioned Dick Johnson was great. I rebuilding paradise was one of my favorite movies last year. Boys state. I thought the Bee Gees documentary was great. I was not thrilled with the five we got, and I really did not care for my octopus teacher. So I was with yeah. you. I would have picked collective. Yeah, out of those ones, definitely. Um, Emma, to you, any anything to say about the collective night as a whole? How did you think the show ran? I, I kind of enjoyed it, the intimate feeling of it. Kind of, you know, I, some I of did. it was cheesy. But. I did. I I enjoyed the look of it was great. I mean, the whole point of the setup and the filming was to make it actually look like a film production and to look like a movie on screen. And you could definitely tell that I mean, the colors were beautiful. I loved the different settings that they had. You know, it just kind of changes some things up from the usual Dolby theater background setting. Um, and yeah, it was really nice. It was a nice intimate event, like being with friends and having different people on, in tables. Like I think Daniel Kaluuya was sitting with Glenn Close. But <laughs> Which ended up being the perfect combination. Perfect we didn't know we needed. Combination, exactly. And then you have like Viola Davis with, um, uh, oh my God, my name, huh, I'm blanking. Who is Viola with? Uh, Vanessa Kirby. There oh, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like it's a nice little mixture of people that you don't usually see together and people that you want to see together. So I thought that there were some good moments in there with just how things ran, but chaotic evil always reigns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
see the crazy thing about it was is like for a hot minute i was like you know what predictable 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 and it's like right. let's throw a curveball and that's kind of how these kind of set them up I, I just i was kind of impressed um any ones that you were very happy that one that were on that line I was happy with um, Sound of Metal, you know, getting two wins tonight. You know, I just thought it would just be sound, but film editing, I mean, it's film, but editing is great. I didn't predict that to win, but I'm very, very happy that it got a little bit more of a boost than I thought it would. <laughs> Man, there is some. Same. <laughs> there's some, there's some terrible tweets going on right now sorry i just what tweet just popped up in my timeline i just was, was like wow that's that's insane um to, to speak to that for a second like I, I there were some picks that we talked about where we felt like oh we thought this movie was going to be written off and that movie was going to be written off and particularly father and sound of metal got a lot more love than i thought um yeah, sound yeah. of metal winning editing, film editing was the was the massive surprise. Like, I mean, if I if yeah. I would have been in my head, I think I would have probably ranked that maybe fourth or fifth in that category of all of films. I think everybody would have. I think it, everybody really but thought it was going to be down to, you know, Jacob was seven, really on Nomadland. promising young woman for the editing. So Promising a One Woman won one Oscar, which is not really surprising because it was like it's either going to win one or it's going to win multiple, but. Should have yeah. won two. Well, it should have won actress. I, I don't understand. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm still confused. I'm really confused. Out of all of so, them, I did not think that Francis McDormand was going to be it up. <laughs> more think than the Academy Awards would have known how those last two categories were going to go, they would have. The producers would have rearranged the traditional award, award structure, because I felt like having Best Picture, having Nomadland already having won Frances McDormand seemed like she cut her speech short because she had just been up there so she didn't really give much of a speech and then they end up the last of the word of the night goes to somebody who's not even there so it's almost like well and we're over yeah I I it, to me it's it's very it's very weird I don't know like the whole thing was weird to me it just and I think they did it on purpose. I, I really feel like they could not announce the best actor until last because I really feel like that would have taken away from basically everything that transpired. And I know that's going to be talked about for how long, you know what I mean? It, Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there. I mean, it is five in the morning there, I think, or something like that in England right now or wherever he's at. So, I mean, I get it, you know, it, it's a thing, but I don't know. For me personally, I it's... I'm happy. You know what I mean? I, I like chaos, but I mean, I also felt like Anthony Hopkins gave one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. So I just wish that it was ordered differently. Like that's what's, that's what hurts the most. Like if, like, if it I had agree to with Ricky, the, the way that they did it, I understand that if they put it at the, not at the end, a lot of people would have a reactionary response and shut it off and they need their ratings and whatnot. But I agree with you. Like, in regular order would have at least not had this weird buildup of, Oh, they're going to do some celebration. And then. Yeah. Because honestly, when you think about it, when you get to that point, you're really kind of thinking, okay, this is, this is Chadwick's going to win. Right. 
Like you I said, know. you're like, okay, right. everyone knows we're ready for this beautiful tribute to this man. Exactly. And then for it to kind of fall flat is really, I feel like they kind of maybe thought the other way around possibly, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, we're just going to throw this here at the end. And you know, we understand it's going to get backlash, whether it's deserving or not. Like we've talked about this so many times over the last, I forget how long this uh, shows or Oscar season has been going on. It's forever, but it's one of those me. I preferred Hopkins performance to Chadwick, but Chadwick's performance was good enough to win an Oscar in my opinion. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like vice versa to a lot of people. And I understand Chadwick's never going to get another chance, et cetera, et cetera. And I know that's where everybody gets frustrated, but, at the same time, like we got left with one of the, you know, a breathtaking performance from Chadwick Boseman at the same time. But and and, and not just that. There's there's a step further here where genuinely, like, not even was he even nominated for supporting actor for uh, The no. Five Bloods? I mean, uh, no. He was kind of strangled from early in the process from a chance. And so this, re- it really felt like purposeful. Like we're not going to worry about any other category because the actor is going to go to him. I mean, I feel like, like Netflix, Netflix so- thought this was going to be a shoe in, you know what I'm saying? Like they, I, yeah. I feel like they did. Speaking of which Netflix won none of the big awards, right? Did they? Mm-hmm. No. The, you mean like the typical six that we go for? Hang on. I'm looking, I'm looking at all the categories. My Octobooks teaser, that was Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two Distant Strangers was Netflix, but basically, no, they won nothing. Wow. And I mean, basically, they won the bottom awards where with both Ma Rainey's, both Manks, and then, of course, the, yeah, so they didn't win anything. Damn. They shut them out completely in a year where everybody thought Netflix was going to run King, which I still feel like that hinders Netflix. Um, I, really do. I will say, I'm, I'm always going to have this weird irk over mank winning for cinematography because it, well, it yeah. if that cinematography is specifically the area where they went 99 percent instead of 100 because they just didn't take into account the aspect ratio of the time period like yeah, i just i i wasn't a, like the cinematography really was I, I mean i i i don't know i'm not a mank person jacob you're quiet you want to talk about anything Emma, you're not, right? No. You're not a main person either, right? No, I'm not. No. I, I was fully excited to be Nomad Land. Yeah. Unsubscribes from Nick. What's up, J Mike? Um <laughs> my man. Um Jacob to you. Thoughts on the night before we heard best actor. <laughs> I think everything Try and until, go back. <laughs> I think I honestly think everything up until even the weird um even the weird like Oscar trivia moment, I think literally everything up until they did Best Picture was very good. I really enjoyed a lot of the show. Um, I really enjoyed that they did the uh, did the songs beforehand. I thought that allowed for all of the song nominees to give the performance that they wanted, rather than being hindered to. Um, you know, the Dolby Theater stage and being able, like Husevik, uh, being able to perform in Husevik with, you know, kids from Husevik and then have that huge uh, firework explosion at the end and everyone was able to give their performance. Um, and I also think that allowed for more time 
for speeches. I thought, you know, Daniel Kaluuya's speech was really good. Thomas Vinterberg's was very heartfelt. Yunya Young was very Oof. good. Um, I wasn't ready for Vittenberg's. Oh, my goodness. But I think I honestly think the whole awards were just up, up, up. Even the, like the upsets and everything were up. Then once it hit picture, like right before actor and actress just fell straight. I think I think honestly, the whole thing just went off the rails. Picture, they were on stage for maybe oh, seconds. 30 seconds. Actress McDormand gave maybe, you know, half a paragraph speech. I, I don't think McDormand expected to even be remotely then, hear her name called. I think that was the big problem with that one. I mean, neither then, did I. But. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then Hopkins wasn't there, you know, granted if that's, you know, if that's his time zone, um, whatever, but you, you got a 90 year old man or whatever. So I don't think he can really travel. So even though I know think, he's been vaccinated because you got to think, you know, you got to think though, like, I mean, of course, Hopkins has been there. He's won. You know, he was there last year. He'll be there again in two years. Like, he's going to keep getting Oscar nominations. He'll keep doing this. Um, but you got to think if he truly, truly was like, you know, this is the performance I want, I want to win for. This is the performance that I feel exemplifies my acting abilities. You would have scheduled your day to kind of wake up or stay up at around the time. At least that's just me. Um, but it just kind of ended. I mean, of course, like everyone's upset. I bet every, I bet most of the people in the place yeah. were upset. You know, even in the in memoriam, it ended with well, Chad Bozeman. Yeah, that was super fast. And so yeah. it's like I wasn't a fan of that. It's I, it it strangely was building up. You know, the in memoriam ended with Chadwick Boseman. They were talking about Chadwick Boseman every the whole red carpet before they had segments on Chadwick Boseman, and then it was like picture actress. And then maybe like actor in. And so I think everything up until picture, I really enjoyed. And then it just didn't know what to do. Just fell off the rails. I also don't like how how far apart they separated like best actor from the uh, best picture and actor, actress, just because like, I don't know. I feel like it all took away from Chloe's moment. Like, especially in the end when you're winning Mm -hmm. the, best picture and you know there's just yeah. she did so much for the movie she wrote she directed she produced like yeah. it's her movie and then yeah it was just so rushed and mm-hmm. it just felt, I, it just I, felt I, so I genuinely flat. feel like and i i just genuinely feel like that that laid out because of what happened with actor right if chadwick wins it's a, we're not even talking about anything other than that probably right this second and just about mm-hmm. how amazing that moment was how just picture perfect. I will prefix by saying this real quick, Jacob. You were talking about an eighty, an eighty-three-year-old man staying up until four or five in the morning to win his trophy. Let's calm down a little bit. Well, hey, up. he can go. What's to What's up with that picture? You know what he, I mean. What's up with that picture? By the way? He can go to bed at five oh, in the afternoon, sleep twelve hours, oh, and wake up at five a.m. You know. But like, also, don't are, you think maybe the he wasn't there because he didn't him. think he was going to win? Look at the movies down there recommended. For yeah. Him. I mean that's Hannibal, see that's Hannibal, Hannibal. see that's what that's what I'm thinking, uh, Matt. I'm thinking that he just kind of wrote this off as you know I got another Oscar nom. I you well, know you follow me on Twitter. I, we know we wouldn't have these. It's gonna issues, be five okay? in the morning. I don't need to get up just to watch. Yeah, I'll catch exactly. the Highlights later, and then he wakes up and he's like, and he hasn't won anything oh, else. He hasn't won anything this entire Except cycle. The I mean, right? And BAFTA was expected because it's 
it's BAFTA, right? You know what I mean? But and so also, I think, don't you also think Frances McDormand was really quick? I thought in part because she was just up there, but also in part because it seemed like everybody was waiting for this kind of grand celebration for Chadwick Boseman. So she just kind of gave a quick hit. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to sit back for that. Joaquin Phoenix gave perhaps the most confusingly stilted uh, introduction to that category, which ends up being fitting for the way it just kind of petered out at the well, end. That's what I, I said. I was like, I thought it was bit, like the air in the room went out when, and it sucks for Anthony Hopkins who did a nice job. Who's probably, this is always going to be remembered as the year that Chadwick Boseman got robbed rather than the Hopkins winning. For and I, and I, I just tweeted it. Oh, that like, you know, when he won his first Oscar, he also like just randomly won the Oscar. Like he didn't win the Golden yeah. Globe on the yeah. before. So apparently it's repeating history. Yeah, repeating I, I just tweeted and it really sucks. Cause like, I just, I just rewatched the father. I love his performance. It's my favorite Hopkins performance I've ever seen. And he's definitely worthy of it, but how the show played out was in a way where I couldn't really like, I couldn't be excited for him winning because like I was so upset that Chadwick lost and then it ended. So it's not like I could go, like I was left with Hopkins winning and it just like, for me, I just couldn't be excited for but that that's okay. So something, your so. statement right there, your statement right there is exactly why the Oscars put him on last is because everybody was built up to this moment of Chadwick, Chadwick, Chadwick. We've built this entire season around Chadwick and rightfully so in some aspects because he passed away. I've been, I'm on record. I'm, I'm great with the performance. I truly do not believe that Netflix puts the money behind him. If he does not pass away, I think Delaware Lindo is the guy oh, that yeah. we're talking about today. Because I think they're putting a bazillion dollars into him. And I'm not saying Chadwick wasn't going to get nominated. I do believe that he'd still be amongst the potential five. But I think that expedited their, you know, their process. In, so you in, think they reordered the awards because they knew he had lost? I thought they definitely. reordered the awards because they were expecting that to be the big emotional capper of the night. I think that – well, they know who – I mean, I, I do believe – potentially that they might, I mean, maybe I could be wrong here. I, I don't know, but I do believe they did this on purpose. I really do because I thought they weren't supposed to know that only the price Waterhouse Cooper people were I could be, like I said, I could be wrong and, and, and I might be wrong and I could be a thousand percent wrong, but with how it plays out, if you think about this, Chadwick loses, then we give it to Francis and then we give this picture or it's Francis, Anthony Hopkins, Nomadland, right? You know what I mean? No matter what, once we get past the moment that Chadwick doesn't win, it's oh the, the award show's over. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just felt like it was over, and that's what they exactly what they did with it. Again, I could be wrong, but it just feels like that now because Chadwick didn't win. Can I pull I, this away for a second to Best Picture? Yeah, um, because with Nomadland, Best Director, absolutely understand. Uh, best actress, especially in collaboration with the director, absolutely understand. But other than Mank, when you had this category absolutely filled to the brim with like untold stories, different perspectives, and like so much to say, do you guys feel really like Nomadland is the one that should have won Best Picture? Oh no, I can't but yes. bring myself. No, but yes. I'm like in the middle. I mean, obviously, I'm on the Minari bandwagon. Emma, Emma to you, answer that question. 
I'm also on the Minari bandwagon, but at this point, like I've accepted it. Like I went into tonight knowing like, okay, Nomad Land is going to win. I would have loved to have seen Minari one or my goodness, a promising young woman upset. Like it would have, you know, if there was a category to really shake things up in, I would have loved to kind of see that with best picture and really get like a <gasps> type of reaction. But I mean, I'm fine with it. I think that there are very beautiful things about Nomadland. I mean, that scene that they showed with Fern and um, the Nomadland. Uh, Swanky. Yes, Swanky. thank you. Swanky. That scene, I mean, I was just reminded by how many touching moments there are in that movie and knowing later that they do have like a little fire pit remembrance of her and they're throwing the stones in there. I think uh, there are definitely beautiful qualities about that movie and totally making it Deserving win very unconventional year where it probably like if Dune came out, if West Side Story came out and all the all the other movies that were slated for last year probably would not have even garnered a single mm -hmm. nomination. No, yeah, yeah I definitely it, feel like we're look, like th this is that's an interesting point. Yeah, in not, the to, Sound of Metal's probably not gonna be nominated for Jack. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Jacob. Oh, I was just gonna say to like to Emma's point, you know, I did um I looked it up beforehand today and the average budget of a best picture nominee this year was right under 15 million. And the average budget of a best picture nominee last year was 65 million. And so the highest this year was trial with 35 million. And it's like, I don't think we're ever going to see another, um, another award show or season that has so many small budget films because uh, you know not to take what ricky was saying but i agree you know i sound of metal isn't in anywhere maybe sound maybe just it gets a lone sound nom um promising young woman's probably not in because it gets released back in march or april or wherever it gets released you know you've got dune west side story um you know movies like that that get that kind of love and these movies that are usually the underdogs of award season finally got there to be the giants of award season. And so I think that's, I think that's a really thing to take away from this award season. Um, it's nice that there was like a, a different mix of movies. Cause I mean, like you look at the best picture nominees just, you know, generally and like the types of stories that were told you know, from each of those movies, like they represent so many different groups of people, so many different experiences and backgrounds. And like, sometimes you just don't get that. You just kind of get the generic, like this is the Oscar bait movie and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I feel um, like of all the movies, like Mank was like that only really super Oscar baity. <laughs> yeah, of like, the, of the yeah. That's like, there's Hollywood. But there's like, we're, but we're, it would have been the opposite. We're in a weird parallel world where Mank is usually would be like the Oscar bait one. And that one's kind of like a write-off compared to the rest of the list that we have, where it feels like the one that was not going to win. Um, yeah. And that's the thing for me. Like, even yeah. if you look at the, you know, best picture nominees last year, right. A lot of them were very like Jojo rabbits, very showy and little women, you know, just, those type of films normally get typically rake up. Like, I mean, the Irishman, 1917 Joker, once upon a time, obviously had parasite as that anomaly. But if you look at the way this is structured, promising young woman's not even on this list. Cause it comes out in April. Carrie Mulligan's probably not nominated. Maybe the screenplay hangs on for dear life, but you know, 
And as Jacob was saying, well, it, it all depends. One nomination for sound, or something. I think it, it, if exactly. we pick up anything off of this award season, it's a hundred percent that it really comes down to what a studio decides to push. Oh yeah, to I mean, that's, around yeah, award that's, that's basically every every year though. Because you had honestly, the narrative. You had the narrative to celebrate Chadwick Boseman as a legacy that will live on and inspire people. You had that reflected in the Five Bloods and didn't even bother to try. Yeah, but there's like, a big difference. Okay, so there's what? a big difference between, and that's the thing. So Netflix had had a problem in its hands. Okay, it had Mank, it had it had Trial of Chicago Seven, and then it had Ma Rainey towards the end of the year. So you have those three films that were and trial and 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 Mank were going to be their babies from from get go, right? When they signed Aaron Sorkin, well, to, they only bought Trial because of COVID. Trial well, was yeah. going to be Paramount. Well, until yeah, like so, late, so what I'm saying, though, uh, late summer. Yeah, but they bought it mid year or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So they bought that with the understanding, hey, we're going to go full fledged and and push this to the end. So they had to put their cookies in certain cookie jars. The reason you don't get of the five bloods conversation is because of Ma Rainey. And it's, they had, I'm just saying it's, I know it came out later in the year. I'm just saying if whoever was in charge of it needs to learn from this year, just because something came you, out near awards. I disagree season, with you though. When you pick. But I, the only reason I'm disagreeing with you is because I believe that Ma Rainey came out at the perfect time. Like they, it, it swung for the fences as soon as it came out. Like it was, all right, Chadwick's going to win this award. Like it's been talked about. And if if you put Delroy in there, maybe they feel like Chadwick loses votes to Delroy. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 strategy I behind just, the entire thing. I feel like this year in particular, it's so much less about the stories of the movies that they're selling and more about the social conversation around it in the real world is the reason for making choices. Yeah, but and, there's a lot in those. But like, if you look at each performance and break them down one by one by one, I mean, I, you throw Gary Oldman out of there because, you know, he just walked around drunk for four hours. But Chadwick's Charles performance Dance was very... Chadwick's performance was about basically, you know, escaping that 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 time frame. You know what I mean? Like you you just watched him basically be a shell of himself. You know what I mean? Obviously, you have Anthony Hopkins escaping himself. You know, I just feel like, and even Stephen Ewan, I just feel like there's no way that they can push Delroy and Chadwick without potentially losing one or the other. And they have a yeah. lot to do. Like Netflix had a lot to push this year, and COVID killed the Five Bloods too. I think because if COVID if the five bloods plays in a theater to a screening room, I probably would have liked the five bloods better. And I didn't really love it. Emma, mm -hmm. what do you think of five bloods? I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not one that like has stuck with me throughout. I mean, all of the movies that we've seen this year. And it also kind of came out like a, a while ago, right. Compared yeah. to so many other ones. Like May, so. May or June, I think it was right. Yeah. So it's one that I haven't revisited since that point so it's kind of i've kind of lost a little bit of the you know enjoyment for it and this is I, probably a hard thing to admit but i kind of feel like i'm going to feel that way by the end of this year about ma rainey but that's the thing i don't think that i'm i'm in the, like i'm in a different boat with ma rainey ma rainey and the father that's why there's conversations about those two movies because they're both adapted from a from a play one was mm -hmm. shot perfectly the other one 
you're not talking about the film as much except for the four nominations that it did get, right? Costume, makeup, mm-hmm. and then the support our actress and actor, right? You know what I mean? And there's that's really all you I mean, all Ma Rainey will ever be really known for, unfortunately, is Chadwick, you know what I mean? Like and rightfully so, yes. you know, rightfully so. I'm a big fan of like the way that um, the play was adapted in the father versus like versus Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and um, One Night in Miami. Like sometimes movies that you know are adapted from plays, the dialogue is so long, like between any scene. And I <laughs> do not like movies that are like that. Yeah. And, it's like you're watching and you're like, like monologue after monologue. Like you're watching and you're like, oh, I get why this is a play. <laughs> it's because this works yeah. on stage when yeah. you really I that same way about one night in Miami as well. But mm-hmm. and so yeah. you know that's one thing that I um, you know really surprised me with the father because you know going into it I thought okay we're probably gonna get the same thing but they just played so well with the editing and the production design. And when things like start changing, like a scene rapidly changes and you're like, wait, hold on, where are we right now? Like, how did this happen? Like that was a very good play adaptation for a film and using, you know, parts of the uh, play that really work. And then obviously parts of a film that really work and just blending the two together. That's you. Oh, sorry. Production design. That's yeah, why I'm really law. curious about it's lost to Mank for production design. Yeah. I, I mean, have I have Mank winning. So did I. Mank, Mank's was so much more like exuberant, while the father's was very subtle. And I think once you open up the once you open up the ballots to the nine thousand, hundred thousand, ten thousand, however many thousand voters, I think they watch Mank and they see oh, look at how insane this looks. Look at how old school this looks. Whereas, like, not everyone's going to watch The Father and pick up on all the production designs. Look at the monkeys. No, you do, like, get outside of the home, Mm -hmm. like, where Mink is typing away on the script versus in The Father, where it's just within the confines of his apartment or whoever's apartment it ends up being at the end. And uh, so I think, like, you know, like I think of the grand dinner scene in Mink where he abruptly mm-hmm. like interrupts everyone and is prancing around drunkenly yet again. <laughs> <laughs> so quick note, uh, everybody joked about the BAFTAs um, after they were over and said nobody pay attention to them and they predicted all four acting categories. So that's pretty funny. Uh, Fox, to you, you've been very vocal, obviously, about Promising a Woman, but you've also been very vocal about Nomadland. Um, I'm sure you are happy with the love that it received tonight. Yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot. Uh, there were quite a few films in the best picture race that I, I thought captured different stories of different groups in America. You would certainly uh, say that about Minari. Um, you would certainly say that about Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, we would certainly say, you know, Promising Young Woman hit on certainly something that needed to be discussed. Nomad Land in its own way. I, you know, I wrote about it before. I, I thought that it really captured a segment and a people who got displaced and kind of had to find their own way forward. Um, the fact that they used so many real life people who are in that life 
giving them voice um, was something very unique. I also thought it was beautifully shot. I probably the most surprising award to me was cinematography going to Mank. I, like you guys, had picked Mank for production design. I just thought they were certainly going to give an award uh, to Mank um, somewhere. And so I wasn't surprised when it won production design. I was very surprised when it won uh, cinematography. Um, but I thought Nomadland was beautiful. Um, it was one of my favorites. I have there of the eight nominees, there's two movies that came available on digital that I purchased the first day they were available Promising Woman and Nomadland. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So I'm not going to keep everybody too long tonight. Just I'm going to pass it around the table. Um, I want everybody's favorite moment of the night. It could be two, three, if you want them. I'm not going to make it. Uh, I'm going to be like, you can only give me one. But um, Fox, I'll pass it back to you. Uh, my favorite moment was Thomas Finnerberg's speech after another round. I saw all five of the uh, foreign picture no nominees. We were talking about the foreign language nominees, and there were some beautiful and powerful stories. I loved another round and listening to him talk about losing his daughter and what it meant and dedicating that film to her made me love the film even more. Blankford, to you. The screenplay wins, original and adapted. I just thought they were like perfect choices. That's exactly the kind of aspect of each of those movies that I would like to see them win for, even if it's not the only one. I just thought they were great choices. I agree. Jacob. Um, uh, I loved I loved Vinterberg's speech. Um, that one got me teary-eyed a little bit. I loved um, Yoon's speech was incredibly funny. I thought she was just an absolute delight and I'm glad she won. Um, I, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed Chloe Zhao's speech. I enjoyed Bonk's presentation. I thought that was both, both great. Um, I, I mean, I know it was during the pre-show, but I think one of my favorite moments was probably Husevic's performance. I thought it was grand and I thought it really was able to highlight kind of the song and the town and, was able to kind of get out of that element and be what it wanted to be. And I thought um, it was probably one of my favorite song performances that I've seen from the Oscars. Emma, to you. I love that Daniel Kaluuya taught children about the birds and the bees very early yep. <laughs> That was just so funny. He's so deserving. I'm so, so happy for him. And I cannot wait for him to win many more Oscars in his amazing career. Very happy about Ye Jung Yun, who reacted to Brad Pitt as I likely would. <laughs> as I would too. <laughs> and and I'm happy for Chloe Zhao for making history tonight. I mean, first mm -hmm. woman of color, second woman ever to win Best Director. I wish that there was, um, I wish that there was more emphasis and uh, you know, honor put on that toward the end of the show versus things being rushed. But I'm very happy for those three. Yeah, I uh, I'm very happy for. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of tonight went as expected. Um, I'm very happy for Florian Zeller. I love that dude. He's the nicest guy in the entire world. Um, the fact that he won the screenplay. I mean, obviously it was tilting towards that over the last couple of weeks. I remember being told time and time again that the father wouldn't be a 
player at the Oscars, and here we are, and I'm very, very happy about that. Well, you were told that because they waited to like March 50th to release the movie. Hey, don't knock, don't don't knock the 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 style. Yeah, the last I mean? last second, I guess last second. Hey, Nomadland was the first one they did. They were the first one that said, you know what? You gave us until February 28th or whatever to come out with a movie. We're gonna come out February 28th with that movie. You know what I mean? And and everybody else kind of followed suit and it played in 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 favor but i'm I'm very happy for the father it's my favorite film of last year it was very well deserving of of everything that it received and i'm very happy for chloe Zhao. that's history second time in 93 years which is embarrassing it's embarrassing and first time ever for a woman of color exactly even worse really i mean you also made history i mean first time ever that a south korean actress won Mm. and it's like Again, ninety-three years. Yeah, it's 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 sad, you know. And the first time we ever had two women directors in one category, you know what I mean? Like it's just. Yeah. I'm happy for oh Emerald Fresnel for screenplay, yeah. like as well. I'm there with Eric. Like that made me like. I know Promising Young Woman didn't do exactly what we expected it to do, or well, it kind of did in some aspects. But I really was hoping Carrie like Mulligan. Good one. But Fennell winning screenplay, at least she's an Oscar winner now. Carrie Mulligan, you know, lives another day to probably win one here in the near future at some point. But maybe. Um, Is this where I apologize because I'm sorry, Promising Young Woman, that I loved your movie so much that I I put a curse on your winning any awards. That's right. (laughs) At least least it won screenplay, which is like a culmination award. So it didn't go home empty-handed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm I'm happy. I'm sorry, Carrie Mulligan, that I did an entire <laughs> column praising your acting career only just to Thursday. Sabotage your chances. The SNL, uh, the SNL trick didn't work either, I guess, huh? Mm-mm. But all right, Elon folks. Musk's SNL trick will work soon. <laughs> I don't even. I've got nothing to say. Emma, where can we find you uh, online, and where can we find your work? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. I'm at Emma underscore Sassic. You can find Matthew Fox on Twitter at Nighthawk7734. You can find Eric on Twitter at High Contrast Film FLM. You can find Jacob on Twitter at TBerry57. You can find uh, the four of our work over at TheMusicCityDriveIn.com. Whether it's our podcast or articles, please make sure to check out the uh, website. We'll be going full-fledged into 2021 Oscars. I forbid Jacob to even speak about them. Or 2022, sorry. I forbid Jacob <laughs> to talk to me about them until June, but he's already been talking nope. to me about them. Hey, so and he's April, got an article coming May out first. May first. May first. He's got the twenty twenty two. I've, I've, got, early I've already got coming in. So we've already got all the winners locked we up. Just, can we just all the winners locked in? Can we yeah. just sit with what we've heard? As exactly, Ladybird. No, I'm tired. I'm already tired of last year's. I'm ready to move on. I mean, it's, I'm I'm just gonna forget about this for tomorrow. I'll forget. <laughs> Exactly. Well, what's crazy is, is like we literally blink and we're about four months back into this again. So, like you know, use that time wisely, you know, or just yeah. We don't we don't have time to we don't have time to not not think about it. Go see Mortal Kombat in theaters just so that you can keep movies open. Just don't watch that movie though. Um, Please God. I'm gonna leave you on that bad recommendation. Thank you, Emma, for joining us tonight. Um, Hope you guys enjoy the Oscars as much as I did because you know what. Anthony Hopkins won. Good night, guys. That's 